Good morning, everyone. This morning we're in Psalm 10 and 11. And in Psalm 10 and 11, David and perhaps his counselors are proclaiming to God, God, why are you not listening? Why are you so far off? Why is the wicked succeeding? Why does it seem like the wicked ways prosper? And in the end, in Psalm 10, he does come back to seeing that the Lord does rescue, the Lord does hear, the Lord will incline his ear. So ultimately, David has a trust in God, but there are times in his life when things are going so bad that he's confused as to why those are that are wicked are prospering around him. It's like, God, why aren't you doing justice now? And, uh, you know, we live in a world like that, don't we? We live in a world where it's like there's a lot of inappropriate, sinful, bad things that happen. And it's like, man, why doesn't God just let the more righteous one win all the time? Um, why do really bad things seem to be happening for a season? Um, you know, in our era, now we just had uh, the Palestinian um, Hamas come in and and just blindside Israel and kill 12, 1,300 people very wickedly. And then Israel coming back in, in war and uh, they're trying to take out Hamas and sounds like some hostages are going to get released, which is great. But what a terrible thing is going on there, right? Uh, you know, why all this terror? Why all this this lust for killing each other? And like, Lord, why is our world like this? Um, why don't you just wipe out the bad people, so to speak? And, you know, I don't have a lot of great answers uh, when it comes to these kind of questions. But what I will say is this. We view God in our timetable when things are happening to us or when things are happening to our world. And I think it helps to have a much longer and broader view of God's faithfulness instead of simply looking at his faithfulness in a moment. Um, I tend to say, well, I know ultimately God's going to be faithful in the end, and that gives me great comfort. As we'll see in Psalm 11, he is our refuge, and he is the one that's going to lead us into the still waters of heaven. And that's our ultimate home and our ultimate refuge. And you know, none of the events of today are going to take that away. So, you know, that gives me great heap and hope and peace knowing that. Um, but I think when you look at history, you know, I tend to think of like the Israelites when when they got deported to Babylon, when Nebuchadnezzar come in and and finally overtook Jerusalem and deported the Israelites and they were going to be there for 70 years. And I think one of the prophets was it uh, I don't know if it was Micah, he's like, you know, why are you letting this wicked country come in and take over a more righteous country? You know, um he had some similar complaints, but you know, God had a season of time and you know, sadly, there were people who died in Babylon. I mean, you know, 70 years there, a whole generation lived in Babylon and died 
and never returned to Jerusalem. Now, God did end up uh, changing the favor and doing some amazing things you can read about in the book of Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar's life. And ultimately, Nebuchadnezzar dies, and uh, I believe it was the Persians who let who took over and let Israel go back and rebuild uh, through Nehemiah and Ezra. So eventually they did go back, but there'd be a lot of people who died in Babylon who'd say, God, you know, why are you, did you do this? And why aren't you letting us back in our land? And they never saw the goodness of God in the direct manner of letting them come back to Jerusalem. But here's the thing, God is still God. So, you know, I tend to look at it like this. I don't need to see every prayer answered. I don't need to see everything that I want done, done in my life. My expectation is that not, I don't have to have just blessing upon blessing. Now, what I do, man, I praise God for the blessings and the way that he has answered prayer and the way that he's moved in my life. And you've been listening and I've showed you, you know, listed some ways in which I've really felt blessed by God, and I very much do. But I do realize that tragedy is is part of life. Death is part of life. We live in a corrupt, evil world. Bad things are going to happen. And, you know, this isn't the movies. I mean, life doesn't always end. In fact, life almost never ends on top. Life doesn't end on earth in glory. It's like, well, you know, all of a sudden, in the end, in the movie, everything works out great, and everyone's happy or whatever, you know, usually, you know, you get older, you, sometime you get sick in your life and you, you know, you die, you go to hospice and you die. And I, I, you know, I I don't mean to sound discouraging, but have you had friends and relatives die? Um, and you know, there's kind of a process of death. Sometimes die quickly seems pretty good versus the way sometimes we go out in this life where it takes a while and there's some suffering in, in the end. And, that's that's part of the journey of, of life. But what I say is this. I've seen God act and move. I've seen him act and move all throughout history. God has been faithful in leading the Israelites, as we'll see soon, out of Egypt and into the desert and ultimately into the promised land. And, you know, God gave them victory and gave them their land. And he helped, you know, Solomon and David to you know, build a temple and, uh, man, there was a heyday for Jerusalem, but they forsook God and they, they turned their backs on him and he eventually let them to get deported. But, you know, he had a plan to bring Jesus and Jesus came of the Virgin Mary and, and he came and was Emmanuel and, and was with us and he performed miracles and, and, you know, he rose Jesus from the dead and he rose Lazarus from the dead and Jesus came back and he he revealed himself to us. Isn't that amazing? He came back alive even though he was dead and he showed us the holes in his hands and the holes in his feet. And God, I mean, I'm just listing such a summary very quick of some of the miracles of God. And no matter what happens to me, no matter if I die this day, everything that God has already done is true and nothing can take that away. Even if it seems like maybe we had an unfair treatment today or an early death or maybe a child died, which is super sad, but God is still God. He still has done all the miracles done throughout history and he's still coming again 
and he still promised eternal life to those who believe in him. So therefore, he is faithful, and ultimately God is faithful. So we we can't necessarily judge God by the temporary seasons of a generation because not every generation sees the blessing of God here on earth. And when you do, man, thank God for it and praise God for it. But, uh, you know, there's going to be an evil time coming on the earth called the tribulation. Uh, you know, hopefully we won't be here for it. Hopefully we'll be raptured. But let's just say we were. I mean, we know a, a really, really difficult time is coming. That doesn't mean God's not real. In fact, he's telling us that time is coming. So God is God is real, even though there's pain, suffering, and sometimes it looks like his hand isn't moving in the moment on earth. But we need to have a broader view of God and uh, trust him ultimately for our eternity and praise him when we get to see the blessings on earth. In Psalm 11, it says, in the Lord I take refuge. And what a great line, right? To take refuge, to take our security, to, to get away from trouble and find a safe place to be with God. God is our refuge. And, you know, I want to encourage you in your Bible reading and in, you know, listening to these podcasts that you're starting your day or, or whenever you're finding your way to this, you're taking refuge in the Lord. You're seeking God. I, I, he's pleased with you, the fact that you're seeking Him. And it's developing a stronger relationship between you and God. And that allows Him to be your refuge. And, you know, even when times of trouble come, because you've established a closer relationship with God, you're going to have strength and resolve and peace that you wouldn't, have otherwise because you're prioritizing your relationship with him well done on that in the end of this psalm psalm 11 there will be justice maybe on earth but there's going to be heaven and hell that's going to be doled out one day and it says upon the wicked he will rain snares fire and brimstone and burning wind will be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. The upright will behold his face. And if it doesn't seem like justice is coming on earth, in the end there will be justice. There will be people who go to heaven who believe. There will be people who go to hell who have forsaken God and not placed their trust in him. There will be fire and brimstone for those, but for those who trust, they will see his face. What a great hope, what a great trust that we have, that for following Jesus, believing in him, for the promise of eternal life that he's given us, one day we will see his face. What great comfort that is, what great refuge that is, even now, even amidst whatever we face in this life. Praise God for those promises. Trust in Him.